Just hit different when we in the room together. <laughs> True. Gas yeah, been expensive though. Yeah, it's slowly dropping a little bit, but not enough. Man, I just used my um, perks at damn Kroger, and it was still fifty dollars. Hey, them Kroger perks. Hey, that's different than the Mapco ones. True. I had 20 cents off a gallon. And you know what the lady told me at Kroger? She was like, I, I think when you get those um, like gallon discounts, it's good for like maybe 32 gallons. But you have to use it all in one go. So like you got to fill up and then maybe if, you know, you got a family member, they have to fill up after you. Otherwise, that's a wrap. I'm like, dang, ain't nobody ever told me that. So yeah, I was straight using like our house ones all the time because my parents don't ever get Kroger gas; they always get Mapco. Oh yeah, that's what I be using. I ain't got no Kroger card. I be using my parents. <laughs> that's why when uh, they got rid of the house uh, number and then they got rid of the house, I I was like, like they got a, a new house number, but I don't know the phone number. Mm. So it's just my mom's uh, phone number. But yeah, it's crazy. Gas is too damn high. Too damn high. My God. I never thought I would see the day where I'd be paying $50 to fill up a two-door. Or $100 to fill up a truck. <laughs> like, what in the hell? Go, Brandon. No, just- <laughs> I've been literally going to work and going home. Yeah. That's all I can afford at the moment. Because it ain't no way I'm getting gas two times in one week. No. I'm not doing that. I can't. The devil is a lie. So, um, yeah, guys, we're a little late, but fuck it. Y'all be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're what matters here. Right. We are both fighting for our motherfucking lives. Oh my God. <laughs> the demons, honey. The right. demons. And my drinking ain't helping it, but you no, know, I ain't going to stop that. You don't stop a good thing when it's going. <laughs> it's hard to stop a train. <laughs> I wonder, is that just like a regional thing? Like, will anybody else get that shit i think it has to be yeah because th- that's why it's too southern it's hard stop trying yeah <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about the commercial good old local commercials it ain't nothing like them oh um, the worst commercials was that what's the furniture store that used to have he used to have his daughters in it and he still got his daughters and his grandchildren in it now maddie Oh yeah, I Sutton's? forgot what furniture store. Maybe, but yeah, I but yeah. That. So the, he had the kids. Like the older daughter was one of my mom's students, and then the younger daughter 
They're both grown now, though, and then he got the grandkids in it. I'm like, oh, this nigga figured his shit out. <laughs> got all his legacies in this in right. the commercial. Come on, little kids, get <laughs> you want to earn some money? <laughs> got to help Pop Pop sell some furniture. Local commercials, ooh wee, how cringe! And then it was the one with the gold, the guy that uh had the store in Jordan Lane where you could sell your gold. He died a couple years ago. I don't know if I remember that one. He's like, I'm open every day except Sunday when I praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's only some shit you could do in the Bible Belt. Praise the Lord on Sunday. Like, what other local commercials? This ain't local, but it, well, I don't know. Is the Cook's Pest Control thing local? That's a good question. I feel like Cook's is a franchise it's gotta be because also that jingle hit a little bit too hard for it to be local looky 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 here comes cookie cooks pest control (laughs) (laughs) we're not sponsored by any of these people we're mentioning (laughs) matter of fact based on the people around here i'm sure they will be appalled at most of the things we talk about on this podcast probably (laughs) but you know it wouldn't be us if we didn't have some shocking material so of my notes I made of about the Christian Dior sweater. Oh <laughs> bro, that shit pissed me the fuck oh, off. I was so mad at that. I don't know why I got so mad at that. Um I figured we could have a little fashion talk so we can talk about the uh the Morehouse and Spellman collab with Ralph Lauren. Mm-hmm. And also, this is kind of on the whole fashion tip. Have you been seeing those videos about people promoting modesty fashion on TikTok? I don't know about the videos, but I have heard people talking about, like, why is, why is modesty suddenly being pushed now, blah, 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 yeah. summertime, let women, where, they, where would they want? Also, the fits that those modesty girls were wearing were trash. It was It was giving mad, like... Uh, Deaconess board. Who <laughs> we? That's tragic. Like it's like man, and then somebody did. We'll talk about that. Uh, I don't want to talk about Kanye, but God damn it, it's not a good thing. That's the Trevor Noah situation. Yeah, like I'm off the Kanye train completely now. Yeah. Like I can't even watch uh, Genius on Netflix yet because I just I don't. I'm good, man. It's getting it's getting scary. It's it's getting weird. I mean, it's been weird, but it's like super weird now. And then, of course, the thing we had about uh, um, Nicki Minaj and Lotto. I also want to talk about that. <laughs> The that fucking video, um, of the couple, the black couple, um, basically like the the way couples like stage they shit like a day. Oh yeah, house, like, yo, yeah, we can talk about that shit. Scotty Beam was the one who posted it. That's where I saw it first, and I was like, this is actually very cringy. Yeah, it's like when I first saw it, I was just like, okay, stupid ass fucking shit. But then when I really started thinking about it, it's like, man, 
that's also what went into the whole uh why do people just lie <laughs> we all have these fake uh lives that we're trying to act like we're more important than we are mm-hmm. okay all right so what's new with me that i can talk about that's not depressing Huh. Um, your nephew. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot there's so much going on. Dominic. So when we were recording last week, um my sister, my beautiful sister in law was giving birth to my nephew, Dominic Woods. Yeah. <laughs> gang gang. My little brother is a, a dad, and that's the weirdest shit in the fucking world. That's a strong name, Dominic Woods. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, he is the cutest little kid in the world. He is adorable. He's got a head full of hair. <laughs> per family tradition. Him so tiny. He is. His little feet. <laughs> so. My parents, I think they get back today, if I'm not mistaken. I've been up there all week. My mom was out on spring break. And uh, so, yeah, they were helping out. Oh, wait, shit. What? Let me call my nephew right quick <laughs> before he go to bed. So, yeah, my mom and dad have been up there. My brother's been cooking for him and stuff. Oh. Yeah, that's he, cute. That picture, even he looked like a fucking daddy. That shit yeah. is insane. He bro. did. He did. He was giving very much dad vibes. That's how my dad, like when my dad was younger, he looked just like my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, yeah, when my dad was under his age, because yeah, when we were little, he was about thirty, thirty-one. That's also insane. Yeah, like I'm thirty-three. When my dad was 33, he had three children, and the oldest was 12. That's ridiculous, bro. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having no fucking 12. Can you imagine this childlike house if I had a fucking child? No. <laughs> Not at all. Like, what the fuck is Juice doing? Me and my sister realized the other day that we're both at the ages that my mom was at when she had us like my sister's 26 i'm 33 my mom had me at 26 and her at 33 it's like what the fuck yeah it's insane like i told you my idea of becoming a father is within like five years it's gonna take all those five years for me to mature enough to be like okay Worst case scenario, you can raise a child alone. Yeah. That shit is terrifying. That's what I don't want to. Oh, I just the way things go in this dating world, though, it just really makes me nervous, like that I'm going to end up as a single mom. And I know that's not the worst thing in the world, but that is one of my fears. Like, I don't feel like I just don't feel like I'm strong enough. That's a different life, bro. Like that shit is intense. I don't know. And then also, like, I don't know, the older I get, I feel like the more nervous I get about actual pregnancy, too. It, the risks get higher. 
Yeah. That's what people, that's what people have said. But the more I talk to people about that and say that, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I might be getting too old. We'd be like, no, you're not too old. Like more and more women these days, blah, blah, blah. It's different. And, yada, yada. and I'm like, yeah. When it comes to bearing a child. The funniest shit from this week was my mom and sister. Uh, well, my mom talked about, I haven't had a child in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole world is completely different. Yeah. Even the four years since Maria's had Amelia, everything is different. Yeah. So, like, they both worrying, like, going back and forth. But I didn't have to do this. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Damn. And I'm asking Maria questions like, what is this? What is that? <laughs> and then like this week made me realize I don't know shit about fucking kids. No. But yeah. So that is the one good thing that's going on in my life. I am a proud uncle of four. And also I'm now officially an Uncle June. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> June. Old June. June bug. Right. I told my, like, my sister was mad also that I got a name. I was like, you're the auntie. You're the only auntie. What are you talking about? Yeah, she was like, yeah, but you got a name. And I was like, she was like, what's it? Andre told me you have a name. What's your name? I was like, they're going to call me Uncle June. And she was like, why? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like June for junior. And she was like, oh, I've never heard of that. I said, your Uncle June. That's why they called him that. She was like, oh, I thought that was his middle name. She just now realized. Yes. Damn. And I never got to meet my Uncle June because he died two months before I was born. Mm. But she remembered him. And she was like, oh, I just thought that was his middle name. It's like, no, his name is Marion Woods Jr. It is crazy, though, like what we be like believing just in our heads about right. stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I was talking to my auntie about some, like, family stuff I ain't going to say on here. And she was like, yeah, I can see why you believe that. <laughs> like, when we were younger. Because I thought. That's how it goes. Right. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I don't know what the science is, but that's just how it works. It's like, bro, that's, like, I don't know, man. The only thing I didn't get is I didn't get the height. If I had the height, I would be undefeated. Because all my uncles are over six feet tall. I ain't get none of them jeans. I got my daddy's short ass fucking jeans. Yeah, I wish I was tall. I'd be feeling tall in my head. Also, I'd be seeing ridiculous ass posts for women. And be like, as long as he's 6'2", would be like, damn, bitch, that's all you need? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got to have a job. He ain't got to have a car. Right. He just got to be 6'2". Which only makes sense if you're trying to procreate and create basketball players. That's literally the only reason that I could see why you'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, oh, as I, long as he's six two. I never really understood that. Like, hmm, I really do be feeling like I'm different. How so? I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of things that I just don't really see eye to eye with women about men and dating. I think I'd be going back and forth of how much of this shit do people really believe and how much of it is, is it like just lies. Mm-hmm. It's just like when niggas be like, oh, I don't date fat bitches. And then you look <laughs> at they baby mama. 
And I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying. For somebody who doesn't like quote unquote fat bitches, you sure do awfully hang out with a lot of fat bitches. Like, I wonder how much of that shit is like women just talking shit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I ever really. I never really had like a, oh, my nigga gotta be. But obviously it's like, that's the only date. Um, online dating makes height more of importance than this shit. Yeah. Especially on hinge. You have to put your height. Yeah. Like you can't, that's not anything you can leave off. It's just like that one girl I sent a, uh, a like to, I sent a rose to, and she was like, I think she was five, seven. And she, that's the one that told me, oh, I only date people that are taller than 6'2". And I was like, bitch, that's, <laughs> that's the top 95%. So you only dating niggas that are taller than 6'2 yeah. when you are 5'7". Where, where are you finding them niggas at? Right. And then let's just like... And then too, you can, you can still lie about your height on yeah. the app. <laughs> but you know what? I think that, that backfires against me. Because I'm tell like I'm telling the truth on the app. I am five eight. Mm-hmm. Most niggas that be saying they five eight are not actually five eight. True, they be like five five. And niggas that are actually five eight be saying I'm five ten. Mm-hmm. No nigga, I'm looking you in your fucking eyes. We're the same fucking height. Other people do be fucking it, fucking it up for honest people. <laughs> it do like that's what like before we recorded. I told Kim because I had tweeted. I have a hard time understanding why people lie because mm. I don't be lying. Mm. So like I be taking people at face value about the bullshit they be saying until I'm like, wait a minute. Same. That don't mean that the math ain't mathing. Mm-hmm. So like I'm being honest about my height, but everybody else is using their NBA height to impress women. <laughs> and it makes me look like I'm short as fuck. Yeah. But it's like also all this like stupid shit that we've believed for the longest. Like I remember when I was younger, people were like, "The average height for a man is six foot." No, the fuck is not. I think it's five ten. Is it not? It's five eight. Oh, okay, that's what, like that's what like everybody inflates the height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast. It was I can't remember the name of it. But it's a sex podcast. But I listened to it because I saw a clip on Instagram. Like, it's hosted usually by a woman. But she had men on and was asking them about, like, their honest opinions about sex and love and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, no bullshit. Like, yeah, I got to dick this bitch. Like, it was, like, them actually talking about, like, sex. Hmm. Or to listen to that. Like, this was, this was part of it. This is how guys talk about sex, right? There's like a challenging, there's like a joking. Yeah. So it doesn't leave space for curiosity. When women talk about sex, the friends are like a curious. They're like, wait, what? We're not able as a hetero male to yeah. be able to, we're expected to know what to do. Yeah. I think there's a perception versus reality piece to that. I mm-hmm. will say there was something that I didn't know that I like. I didn't know I liked. <laughs> Nip, my nipples played with it. And then, like, Shan did it. I hear a lot of men like, say that. Oh, that's Shan's husband? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Ain't they about to have another baby? I saw her post it. I think so. But yeah, it was the Lovers and Friends podcast. Oh, so wait, it was Shan who talks about sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, and it's like it's a very good episode. Um. It was like I listened to it maybe two weeks ago. Whatever that clip went viral, whatever. So like that's what I was like. Go walk, go listen to this. Because usually I don't be trying to listen to like sex. Yeah. podcasts and shit because it's always just it's stupid. normally just about nasty shit and how freaky are you and right what's the freakiest shit you've ever done and now it was um even when they talked about like one of the guys he was talking about like how him and his uh wife whatever they they did like the swinger thing or whatever but even the way they talked about it wasn't like it wasn't disgusting it's more so just be like, okay, that's like informative. Yeah, it's just more so like that's how they live their life. And it works for them and they built chemistry enough to where they feel comfortable doing it. That's an ideal situation. Yeah. Sex podcasts do tend to be either like white or black like that. Like it's either like people really just informing you. Yeah. Like, literally about, like, human anatomy and just, like, shit to try or whatever. And then there's other people that's just, like, trying to win, like, the Freak Award. Like, I try to get into um, horrible decisions. But it just always comes off as, um, they used to go on um, The Breakfast Club. And what else were they on that made them super popular? I don't know if it was um, Brilliant Idiots. But one of them Charlemagne shows. I think one of those niggas was on that episode. When I'm not mistaken. Mm. But yeah, like the way they talked about it, it was always just like, like, look at me. This is, you know, I like it in the ass this way or I blah, 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 blah. And it's like, like almost, almost as if we're not in the 2000s of the world and, and, women have sex it's like the way they talk about it it's like okay i I know this one i don't know like yeah i'm a woman and i like this and it's just like okay you're not the only one like we're way past that age of i feel like there's a lot of contrived feminist talking points that women try to check off yeah be like oh i'm a i'm a different kind of woman Mm -hmm. i i like sex you're like Boo, we know women <laughs> like sex. If <laughs> women didn't like sex, then the world would not be able to go on. Like women would not be voluntarily having sex the way that they have been since the beginning of time. And it wouldn't be niggas paying all this money to podcast and uh date coaches. To watch sex. <laughs> right. If women didn't enjoy sex. Only fans, like right. so many things would not exist if women didn't enjoy sex. So it's just like what? What is it about these certain like podcasts or these types of women that just have to be like, look at me. I like sex. I like, I have a high sex drive or I was like, okay, we know that there are some women that have high sex drives. And, and I, and I get us trying to reclaim slut shaming, but it gets to a certain point to where it's almost like you're playing a character. It's almost some pick me shit. Like it's on a pick yeah. me 
type of type mm-hmm. of avenue. Just like like you hear a woman be like, "Oh, I love to suck dick." You're like, look, okay. we know we know there are women that <laughs> like to do that. Like another thing, I keep seeing. I, I'm getting tired of uh, recycled tweets. Yeah. What I keep seeing is like, this is when I get mad of that I follow so many women. Because they be just reposted. It was like, do y'all not see the same fucking tweets? <laughs> like, this is one. It's a tweet that keeps coming up. It's like, some men love to, uh, some men love to uh, eat the cat, and they enjoy it. And I saw the, that one today. And it's like, bro. And it's like, okay. Yes, most most people do things for their pleasure when it comes right. to sex, or they like to see the pleasure of their partner. Right. That's what sex is supposed to be. Maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I have a feeling that most people enjoy their partners getting off too. Yeah. Don't nobody want to just come in somebody? I would hope. <laughs> like, like, like what they say, it's just masturbating in a, in yeah, a woman. Yeah. I don't like what. The, some people do want that, but they're fucking weirdos. Those are the people that be like, oh, I got to have a virgin. Yeah. <sighs> That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's that's a whole nother thing. Like, didn't we just talk about that last week with little Dirk, little Dirk? Yeah, he was saying like that's part of the reason why he loved India so much, and she didn't have a whole lot of bodies. And it's like, it's like man, like nigga, shut the fuck up. We're adults. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, look, I know everybody's on their own side of whatever spectrum they're on. But some of this shit, y'all be acting like fucking children. Like locker room fucking boys. Or they act like the amount of people that you have sex with or don't have sex with affects your personality in some kind of way. It's like, do you like this person? Yes or no? And <laughs> right. If you do, like, why do you care? I won't be no hoe. Who they've had sex with or how many people it was. Like, I do think that the idea of being a hoe is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's been a lot of women, especially when I was younger and when I gave a fuck about what my friends thought, that I wouldn't date because they were quote-unquote hoes. But those people, man, fuck, fuck. I, like, I just feel like if you're single and you are safely enjoying sex. It is what it is, bro. Just let that person be. I, it, but yeah. It's it's just weird um but like i said it was refreshing to hear i can't remember how we even got on this but yeah it was refreshing to hear this man talk about it and not be on some like toxic nigga bullshit just like talk about the vulnerability and sex and other things i feel like those conversations are needed especially for men who didn't grow up with their parents talking to them about sex or even people that their parents did talk to them about sex because their parents don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I feel like uh, those conversations are needed for the boys that only learn about sex from their manish-ass little boys. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, I've decided. <laughs> I'm going to hold myself up. No, this way. But, no, nah, I'm going to be more. I'm going to enjoy myself, man. As you should. I'm going to start enjoying myself. I'm just going to knock some bitch up. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Ooh, now that's going to be scary. Bro, I'll be caught killed. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. 
that shit. I might. I don't know. Fuck it. Have people call up my mama. Guess what DJ was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> DJ is a grown man, okay? DJ is a grown man. So. But. Let Uncle June do what he gonna do. Uncle G- <laughs> that is some Uncle June <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uncle June is just out here fucking bitches. <laughs> His he got he pulled up in his pickup truck, <laughs> bro. I'm about to be the the dopest Uncle Jude of all time, bro. Yeah, you are. But you already got the swag, bro. I just got like I've also gotten to the point now where people clearly know like I'm older. Like I'm not. I still get carded and shit by like white people, but like, <laughs> niggas know. Like I'm almost at uncle status with these young these young niggas now, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I finally get the respect <laughs> I've always deserved. Uh, like these young boys be like calling me sir, and she be like, yeah, little nigga, put some fucking respect on my name. I'm Uncle June, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we. I don't want people to call me Miss ever. Unless, really? Unless I'm married. Like. Mrs. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's weird. It's different for a woman. I don't know why. I be calling women Miss all the time. Maybe I should stop. Like somebody at my old job used to always call me Miss Kim, and they were like twenty three, and I was just like, "Oh, that's so cute. You are Miss Kim." Though. <laughs> like, mm, why do you call me Miss Kim? Just call me Kim. What Aww. is that about? <laughs> Kim is an auntie. What is that about? <laughs> Miss Kim. Oh, I'm only going to call you Miss Kim. Please do not. Please do not. <laughs> I'm scarred, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I can't wait till these young niggas start calling me Uncle. That's what I know. I really made it in the game. It's like, yeah, put some fucking respect on my name. Unk is just a cool ass, like. Unk do get go harder than auntie. Like you just unk by itself. Just unk like that's that. That's some bro shit. Is that misogyny? I'll just say <laughs> Auntie is just not that cool. Neither is TT. It's very like dainty. That's what my sister said. She was like, I just don't want to be called TT. TT is cute when they're like two and three. Yeah. I mean, it's still cute in my nephew calls me TT, but it don't it don't have the same feel it don't as have unk. No it don't hit the same as unk. Once you hit unk status, you you a different game, bro. Unk is just good and strong and like Right. It's like you yeah, my nigga. Yeah, right. Like, it, respectfully, you my, my nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> TT is like always formal as fuck. I don't know. Like, yeah, Unk definitely hits harder than Auntie or Auntie. Which I like Auntie better. I don't know. Like, my cousins call my my mom T Pat. And my one of my aunties, I call her T Teen. All my other aunties. The one I call Auntie is my Aunt Melinda. All my aunts get called Aunt and then their name. <laughs> That's it. The only uncle I call uncle is Uncle Melvin. My mom said she wanted to do that because he was older. Mm-hmm. 
Like all my other uncles and my aunt, they were teenagers when I was born. So it's almost like knowing Deshaun call me DJ. Yeah. But now I'm Uncle June. <laughs> Uncle June. Or as uh my niece calls me, GJ. You need to say DJ. You need to recreate the Uncle Buck cover. <gasps> oh fuck! <laughs> with, with Uncle June. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> and then we gonna put that on a t shirt. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> um yeah. that'll be dope. Yeah. I love that movie also. Yeah. John Candy is it's like it's certain like big niggas that have a swag that people be like, like they get the up mm-hmm. status. Like I like the way that nigga move. Mm-hmm. John Candy is one of the few white boys that's like that. Where is he? He died. That's right. He did. He died right after Cool Runnings. Damn, it was that long ago. Mm-hmm. We were kids. There's so many comedians that have died that I just cannot keep up. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on, man. It's bobsled time. Not that. Was he considered a comedian? He's a comedic know. actor, so. Yeah. I I consider anybody that does comedy a comedian. Even if it's just movies and stuff. Or a comedic actor. Like, I'm trying to think who else. Jonah Hill mm. is a comedian to me. True. But also helps that nigga's funny as shit. He is funny as shit. Like, even in This Is Up, like, they said he improved most of those lines. Mm. That nigga had me rolling. <laughs> um, who? I'm trying to think of somebody that doesn't do stand-up that I would still consider a comedian. I think anybody in that whole Judd Apatow crew. So you got Seth Rogen is, has done stand-up, too. We got Paul Rudd. Who's just funny? Um, <laughs> what? Just reminds me of that uh clip we got on the soundboard. With him, <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Who <laughs> <laughs> that? Not me. <laughs> I gotta bring the soundboard back. I listened to our three-year anniversary episode the other day, which is Trace Anos. I don't know. I'm from Mississippi. I don't know how to speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's when I brought back the soundboard. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah. Them soundboard clips really just the icing on the cake, honey. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what's my favorite one. Uh this is some professional shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's in different areas. This ain't no homemade shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, I gotta bring the soundboard back. <laughs> we ain't talked about none of the shit <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Okay, what's the most important? The Trevor Noah. I need to watch the whole or what do I need to watch it? Or other than he called Kanye a uh, or Kanye called him a coon because Trevor Noah was talking about yeah. Kanye acting out or how he's been acting. We can talk about we can talk about that, or we can talk about the fashion shit or the lotto shit. 
What is the fashion shit? The I mean, we don't really have to talk about the Ralph Lauren. And, oh, like I was just gonna talk about how everybody act like it's the same three. It's only three HBCUs. Oh, but we can actually save that because I don't really care. <laughs> like a part of me doesn't care about like Black Ivy League stuff. I don't get. I don't get offended with bougie niggas acting bougie. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. It's just like going to school and uh, which uh, Ralph Warren has a collaboration with Spelman and Morehouse, which are two of the most prestigious black colleges in the world. Uh, Spelman, tons of black women have gone through Morehouse, tons of important black men have gone through including dr king and it's the first collab of like this type of order but a lot of people were a lot of spell house which they call they call it spell house because they write on the same yeah and then one's a man male only one's female only Mm -hmm. so when they combine it it's called spell house a lot of them niggas are acting like y'all hate us because y'all ain't us. And like, nigga, shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, they do be acting very elite in that way. Like, and then plus, the clothes were dope, but I was just like, it's giving mad talented tenth energy. <laughs> and them bougie niggas started getting their fucking uh, feelings. Oh, I bet they did. Their brunch boots were shaking. And then they, they hate us because they hate us. Don't be upset that your alumni don't do shit for your school. Or I saw this one girl, like, it was tons of people deleting posts, too, after they would say some bougie-ass uh, elitist bullshit. Like, they were like, uh, this one girl was like, I just don't get why, why you would be upset about going to an inferior school. Like, kiss my ass. Like, get the fuck out of here. Shut up. But it, it's also funny. Every time HBCUs be going against each other, because we be a united front when we going against PWIs. But goddamn it, when you start talking about our individual schools, we get real elitist. It's just like in Huntsville, going to A and M. Them Oakwood niggas acting like A and M was fucking. <laughs> let let them Oakwood niggas or the UAH niggas talk about A and M. You think? They talking about like the worst fucking place in the fucking world. Yeah. Like this, I know that like when I was in uh when I was in high school, and I worked at McDonald's. This one girl, she had gotten kicked out of Oakwood, and she was still talking shit about it. And it was like, bitch, you can't even fucking. <laughs> and like, I refuse to get bullied by some people that go to church on Saturday. That I'm just <laughs> attitude is like, ooh. Like we used to joke with Oakwood niggas all the time, be like, uh, I heard that their basketball team warms up to gospel music. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, how you gonna be elitist when y'all campus closed at five o'clock <laughs> on Friday? Y'all bedtime, seven PM. Y'all can't do shit until Sunday. When uh, the rest of us are at church, y'all ain't at church. <laughs> What? 
did we find out who Big Lotto was talking about? Ooh, I hope so. Kodak Black needs to be shot. No, just, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> All right. So talk. I wonder if that's who Lotto was talking about. I mean, uh, he could, I mean. Kodak Black is a rapist also. Let's, let's not forget. I don't put anything past that creepy ass nigga. That mindset, that mentality. What did he go through as a kid, bruh? Sometimes we got to quit saying what they go through is just they're awful people. <laughs> how did they? How do you get to this? That's what pimps do, though. You break down a bitch and then she going to be loyal to you. Bottom bitch shit. That's mm. what. That's, that's just normal toxic nigga behavior. Well, not normal in this grand scheme of things. I'm talking about what ignorant niggas think. So what we're talking about is um, rapper Lotta, also formerly known as Mulata, which thank God she changed that shit, uh, was giving an interview on Big Boy, uh, Big Boy's Neighborhood. And she was talking about... Um, she her album's about to come out and she was having trouble getting clearance on one of her songs because the artist that she recorded with um was mad that she wouldn't respond to his dms about trying to holler and trying to hit mm-hmm. so he made a whole big issue about not clearing the album and she was running on deadlines and so yeah she was talking about that and so the internet blew up, being like, who the fuck is she talking about? And then so it was surprisingly a lot of niggas being like, she needs to tell because you know, that has to affect other women and stuff. And like, so you really just don't understand how many women go through this shit every day in every industry yeah. in the fucking world. Yeah. And it's disgusting. And I sadly understand why she was afraid to say something because she said she went to her record label and they're like, well, you don't want to burn bridges and all this other shit. So a nigga gets messy. Like, yeah, it gets messy. You see what's going on right now with the campaigns of hating against Meg Stallion. Yeah. I was just about to say that. And that's over Tory Lanez who I can't name one song like, besides that one that the the brownstone one even now recently like i've seen on twitter people just like oh all these artists unfollow meg the stallion because you know they've just been seeing how fake she is or i'm just like what like why are y'all wanting people to hate meg so bad right now especially over tory lane like tory lane's has stands which is fucking ridiculous absolutely crazy unbelievable i incredulous (laughs) (laughs) that's gotta be the out i mean the uh title (laughs) how to use my spelling word incredulous (laughs) a tory lane stand what the fuck (laughs) and they tried to run meg off the fucking internet and then it's just all this stupid shit. And it's all because she told what a man did to her. 
and people are acting like calling her uh, Jesse uh, the Stallion. Like, yeah, calling her a liar, saying she being dramatic, saying that she didn't have to say anything. Like y'all want women to hush when they're done wrong too too often. But then when it's a woman that you do like, that you see that she's being done wrong, she needs to tell. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't believe women, bro. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. And it's like, no, she's she's not only protecting herself, but she's really probably just trying to, like I said, prevent all of that mess. Like, yeah. The industry is so messy when it comes to shit like that. Yeah, because it's a male-dominated industry still, especially hip-hop. And we've talked about it on this podcast before that hip-hop has never had a Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Russell Simmons is back in fucking states now. After he had went to fucking, was it Bali? So- somewhere where he couldn't get extradited? Yeah. Until his... uh. Until they couldn't bring charges for him. Now he's back. And then too, it's also just wild that y'all would even like push for somebody to jeopardize their livelihood like that. Cause she said that, you know, the song's already out. So I mean, if she making money off of that song and then she says something, that could potentially yeah fuck up like y'all have to realize that like when it comes to artists you can't just you can't just be open about every single little thing that can really fuck up your life and i don't want to speak for women because i'm talking to a woman but that's how a lot of women feel in their everyday lives yeah and i don't have to feel that way i don't have to deal with that because i'm a fucking man and that's not right. So, I mean, I understand, like, from a uh, male's point of view, she should be able to say what happened. And that nigga should be fucking ran off the fucking road and into a cliff. But we know that people don't believe women. So, what are we saying? Is it worth it? Is it? And we also see how people blackball people who speak on things. Mm-hmm. She's a rising artist. She's just getting on her grind. Just. She got a little fan base. And she can rap her fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. She ain't gonna mess up the money. Right now, is it fucked up? Totally. She should be able to say who it is. And we should, as a community, be like, we're not supporting this nigga. But the way y'all be acting on the internet, nobody wants to deal with all the backlash that's going to come with it. The right career consequences. Like, that's a lot. Having niggas that ain't got a fucking job telling you that you're a fucking liar, yeah. even though they never met the nigga that they caping up for. Having commentary on the moves that you make. Like, don't nobody. Why sub- subject myself to that if I can right. just keep the peace for now? And it's like, I just. I don't understand the shit. And that's also why, like, the thing you sent me about Nikki and Coyle Ray, where she was talking about uh, these new artists, these new female artists ain't going through the same stuff that sh- that Nikki went through. Yeah, let me go back and watch the full video. Here you go. <clears throat> you know, even through the hate, nigga, I grinded through that shit. Still to this day, just grinding. And now, look, like, we, we 
was number one on iTunes. We over a million views. Can you girls stop? Before, like, can you girls? Can you girls stop talking about hate? Y'all have y'all have never. Uh, listen, I promise you, I mean, y'all have never experienced hate like the way this this guy right here, me, has experienced it. So don't wish for it. I'm telling you, what y'all have experienced is nothing. Y'all have just experienced some of the the growing pains of artistry and like right. uh, of of social media. Like y'all be thinking y'all have experienced hate, and trust me, you ain't experienced it yet. Right. Okay. A lot of y'all have gotten really. Not coddled, but y'all have been, sh pe people have been uh, nice. People have been, like, gentle with y'all, I think, you know. And that's cool, because who gives a shit, you know. Um, when, I, when I felt that you were beating up on yourself, I spoke up for you, because I just wanted you to be like, girl, this too shall pass. And I had no intention of doing a song. I didn't know we would end up doing a, a song. But I'm just saying, can people stop acting like y'all got it hard? Y'all don't know what the fuck it feel like to really have it hard in this industry, okay? No, look, but Nikki, look, I feel like, so look, when I say y'all, I feel like, honestly, I don't even want to be in the y'all category. And I say this with the most up respect. I have uh, the most up respect for the female rappers, but in, in singers, female artists in general, because I don't really like to, like, I, I was watching y'all live. I don't want to say just female rappers, just female artists. There's so many things wrong with this. For one, like, you you're dismissing somebody's feelings like just she was just so dismissive she didn't even let her finish like how are you gonna tell somebody what they're experience what they're experiencing or how to feel about what they're experiencing Nicki minaj uh minimizing a woman's experience wow haven't heard that before <laughs> that like that, that's a trend with her like she tends to do that a lot what is her deal? That that honestly kind of pissed me off. It to me it always feels like she's like the girl in the guy group that hates on all the girls. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like she's still grappling with the fact that she is not the number one hot girl anymore. Yeah. In the industry. Like she had a strong reign when she did, and that's cool. Nikki can still spit every feature that she's on. She fucking kills, but she's having such a hard time, like just accepting that she's not the number one it girl at the moment. And so I feel like she's just like, I don't know, just the way that she cut Koi off. And I'm just like, bro, how you going? How can you tell somebody? what they're experiencing especially because a couple months ago they were body shaming koi right talking about her being thin right comparing her to the alien from men in black and all these other awful things <laughs> we gotta start recording on video <laughs> you did not have to do that you did not have to do that i didn't mean to but look so they were body sh Oh my God. They were body shaming her and it was getting very like disgusting. Yeah. And it was like, it was to just to like, which I do think that Nikki doesn't even know that shit. Cause she just seems like she's just in her own world. Just comes up with these opinions. It's real little Wayne ish to be honest, to be honest. 
that's how Wayne was for a long time. He was so oblivious to outside world. He's mm-hmm. he come and say some he never to- experienced racism. Right. He'd just say some tone deaf shit. Be like, what the fuck is this nigga on? That's that elitist. But so I think it's partially that. And then also I don't know, like it's hard being an artist now. Especially like cause it, any fucking loser can talk. Everything. Yeah, can everybody's say, on the internet. And people are making up lies about you all the time. And there's so many different platforms. Like the more platforms you have, the more you open yourself up for all the more hate. Like TikTok is exploding. She's on TikTok. She probably has a huge following on TikTok. That probably means she has a lot of hate comments. Like right. the more followers you have as a famous person, the more hate comments you get. And I hate when people act like, but you're famous. You could just, uh, I mean, what is, uh, like the infamous Tyler, the creator tweet. What is cyber bullying? Just turn the computer off. <laughs> he was trolling, but it's people really be saying shit like that and believing that you're not supposed to care about people who you're an artist. You're putting your, your work out there to be interpreted by people. So your opinion, your opinion of people, it's got to be a little different. It weighs a lot. Yeah. I also want people to. Um, I want people to stop. Um, comparing their hardships to other people's and trying right. to play down other people's and saying like, oh, it wasn't as bad as we had it. We used to have it bad. Like in, in any kind of aspect, like when I'm telling you about how something is making me feel, I don't need you to come and say, well, at least you didn't deal with this. And at least like, okay, that doesn't make what I'm feeling any less intense. Like, okay, you dealt with some shit, right? We all deal with some shit. We all deal with shit, but we all deal with shit differently. And this shit is kicking my fucking ass right now. (laughs) Don't tell me (laughs) shit. Don't fucking matter. Like people, people forget you're human. All this money and all this fame ain't gonna take away the fact that she is a human. Exactly. And then plus, why do y'all think so many celebrities end up having mental breakdowns and or harming themselves and and retiring early and all this other shit? Because right. this shit is hard to handle for anybody that's doing it. It's just like Kid Cudi. The other day said that he was getting off Instagram. And we all know that Kid Cudi has battled with mental illness. Yeah. And has been open about it. And that's also why most of his fans love him because he's been open about it. And for him to be like, this just isn't a good place for me right now. And it's online. Like, it's just... Instagram is awful also. Oh my god, yeah. It's it it's a mix of all the vanity and the clout chasing and the body dysmorphia and mm. all the so uh, much body dysmorphia. Bro, I hate the way, I I hate the way Instagram keeps changing for the worse. Yes. Like now the feed is not a regular feed anymore. Everything is a fucking reel on the feed. Like I don't even watch my feed anymore. I just look at stories. Me too. <laughs> yeah. 
I just look at story and I want to say last week it they had changed the algorithm because the people's stories who used to pop up like consistently weren't popping up anymore for like two or three days and it was just like a bunch of random ass people and I was just like what what do y'all be doing like I feel like they tamper with Instagram and the algorithm every other day yeah and it's never for the better like I feel like the best Instagram was probably like two years ago when we first started doing shit with this when we first had like lives and like yeah yeah because we got good engagement was everybody was seeing our shit Mm -hmm. and everything else now it's like i hate even going on instagram and i hate facebook even more we gotta get a tiktok yeah (laughs) tiktok is tiktok is toxic too though it is but i don't know i just feel like it's so big you could go viral really quick i had a comment go super viral on a nail video, it ended up getting like a hundred and ten thousand likes. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, bruh, what the? F-? I was getting notifications for months on that comment, and I'm like, how did this shit just be blowing up like this? It's true. Because I it- had to turn the notifications off. Like, it ain't no telling how many how many it's at now, how many likes it has now. But I'm just like, damn, that is crazy. Get it's wild <laughs> damn tiktok is wild i'd be nervous about telling people i have a podcast now yeah this girl said what are you doing i'm recording a podcast <laughs> now that people hate niggas with podcasts I know. bro yeah i gotta tuck that shit in <laughs> yeah because that's hey, I told you I'd be scared. I'm giving off red flags. I can't just be telling people I got podcasts now because niggas be thinking I'll be like only alpha males. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. If a nigga tell me he got a podcast right now, I'm gonna side out of fuck out of I'm gonna be like, mm. Well, not telling any woman that <laughs> what y'all be talking about. If the nigga I'm recording a podcast with said, if a nigga told me he had a podcast, oh no, yeah, I'm gonna have a Nikki moment. These new podcast niggas, <laughs> y'all don't know what podcast it is. Y'all. <laughs> y'all don't know what podcast <laughs> it is. Y'all just get on there and start reading 48 Laws of Power. Y'all think that y'all got some shit. You don't know what actual podcast it is. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You you weren't with us on top of uh Wendy's office recording in two mics when we were only recording in one because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. These niggas watch YouTube videos and like, let me get on. Oh, so yeah, I'm not gonna tell that girl I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> confirmation hearings no but i've been reading about some and how they've been doing our homegirl yeah kantashi brown jackson is a better woman than i am a man like she is a badass because i would have told them motherfuckers off the way they were disrespecting i've been seeing how she been 
just sitting still, sitting back. Yeah, that is a powerful woman right there. Oh, yeah. She know how to move in a room full of vultures. Like, she out here, like, like when you really think about it, you got to think about how many rooms she's been in with powerful white men talking down to her and her just being like, nah. And not stopping her. It wouldn't stop me. I would have cussed them niggas out. Look, I got too much of my granddaddy and me. I got too much of my mama and me. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. All of that. Like, nah, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I would have told the motherfuckers who I am. Like, you know how much of a bad bitch I am? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, really, she the baddest one in the room. Yeah. Top two and she ain't number two. Right. <laughs> Like, she didn't check all the little boxes and they still trying to act like she ain't qualified just because she a black woman. Like, that is some... Bro, like, when I be watching stuff like this, I be like, yo, racism is, like, a motherfucker. Not that I don't know it, but it's just, like, seeing it in action. Seeing it? Yeah. You just be like... And it's so it be so hard because we be the first ones to call out, like, this is fucking racism. The only reason why this is happening is because she is black. Yeah, because especially if you compare it to how they did Amy Coney Barrett, and they weren't they were asking her questions about what her hobbies are and what kind of uh, just having a regular everyday right. home conversation, right? And she was nowhere close to as qualified as uh, Judge Jackson. But is, got, it, is anybody <laughs> right? But you got to be twice as good. And that's what we can know. just be treated like that. And they still treating her like a dog. <laughs> Bro. They are focusing so hard on like that one case where she let that guy who was uh who was convicted with child pornography and he had like three months sentence and then I think he got probation. But they've been trying to act like they do that. It's one of their dog whistles where they act like, first of all, the Democrats are soft on crime and for some reason in bed with uh, child molesters and child mm-hmm. pornographers. Mm-hmm. It's all that uh, Pizzagate bullshit. And then also, historically, they have always tried to tie black people to being soft on crime. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're black, so, you know, they're criminals. So, you about her they were saying that joe biden did and that hillary clinton pushed it but so did every other black every black politician at the time did they mm. were saying that kamala was a cop because she was the head attorney general of the state of uh california which made her the top cop um but yeah uh but they're doing the same thing with judge jackson they're acting like she's soft on crime like she ain't sent hundreds of niggas to jail like that's what you do you're a judge you're supposed to uphold the law right so they're not mentioning all the they're mentioning like the, a couple of cases trying to make it seem like she's soft on child molesters and shit which is so disgusting to act like like I don't know it's beyond the pale but that bitch Lindsey Graham and that other motherfucker, Ted Cruz, I hate both of them. I hate everything Ted, about them. Ted Cruz is the worst. Ted Cruz has a very punchable face also. 
Yeah, he does. Like, he was up there saying all that nonsense. Like, they were clearly trying to just get on uh, Fox News, like, some uh, headlines for the news. Because Ted Cruz was like, so, uh, if you can decide if you're a woman, uh after being born a man what can stop me from me being a hispanic man identifying as an asian man it's like shut the fuck up please like i'm so tired of these transphobic ass motherfuckers saying the dumbest shit trying to make it seem like that it's like some groundbreaking uh new transphobic uh remarks like bro all this all this stuff has been debunked for years and y'all are playing to the dumbest of y'all base like I'm just sick of this shit and Lindsey Graham is the biggest fucking pussy I've ever fucking seen <laughs> and I hate his guts and the, like uh, on uh, Twitter the day that the devil calls him home <laughs> is gonna be a great day <laughs> Um, I, I do want to give a shout out to Cory Booker being a stand-up fucking guy i'll put the sound clip in in the episode but he gave like a nine minute speech in the middle of everything and was just telling her that god got her and no matter what happens she's already a, a legend all the things she's got she's had to do to get to this place she's a great american and he said sis god got you i was like come on through that nigga be lame as fuck a lot of times, but it made me think sometimes you are meant to be in certain rooms mm-hmm. and God has put you in the rooms to do something. So it might've been, he, he could have done everything wrong in his life to this point, but he was supposed to be in that room to pour into that black woman as a black man. And as a black man, that's one of the, what, four or five black men who's been elected to the Senate mm-hmm. ever. So it don't matter if it was cheesy or if it was over the top, it was needed. It's just like he told her, he was like, and we're going to take a break. And then you got five more guys coming after this. He was like, look, sis, these fuck niggas about to come up out of this shit, but you're going to make it through because you a bad bitch. <laughs> Just kind of stay the course. Yeah. And so it's just been a lot of stupid stuff. And I knew it was going to happen because when you, when you're trying to get a black woman in a position, hate going to come from everywhere, including from other black people. Mm-hmm. Like they had some uppity zip coon up there. Lady talking about uh critical race theory and how she was against uh judge Jackson even though Judge Jackson says she ain't, uh, she's not a follower of critical race theory and all this other stuff. It's like, bro, I never just sell out my people. Even the niggas I disagree with, if they on some, like, some positive shit, they just disagree with me on some political shit, I ain't gonna just be like, you goddamn coon. Yeah. I'll be like, look, I disagree, but I respect your position. They be doing that shit because I think it's going to get them white acceptance. And it does to a certain point, but at the same time. What is the reward? Right. How much does a dollar cost? There's no such thing as a free lunch. Right. 
and you out here just whoring yourself for these lame ass uh white dudes. It'll Ooh. always it'll always come back to bite come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Cause it's gonna be look, bro. I I I have my own positions and I say things that are somewhat controversial at times. But if I ever felt like I was letting down my people, I would stop. It's certain things I don't say on here just because I just be like, look, I ain't gonna put that out in the in the universe. Mm-hmm. I damn sure ain't gonna coon for profit or for anything. Fuck that. Before I be a slave, I'll be dead in my grave. <laughs> It ain't look, it ain't worth it, bro. You gonna get on all these uh you gonna get around all these super conservative also I do wanna make a distinction that super conservative doesn't automatically mean that you're gonna be a racist, but the likelihood of you being around a lot more racist goes up exponentially by being in these conservative places. True. So when you're the only black person in the room, you're gonna hear a lot of wild shit. And I say that as a black person that's been the only black person in a lot of rooms. When people feel comfortable and they think that they can say certain stuff to you because you're not like, quote unquote, the other black people. You hear a lot of wild shit. Mm-hmm. And if my black ass can fucking see that, I can't imagine how it feels for our biracial and multiracial uh, brothers and sisters out here. Cause I know y'all done heard some wild shit. But anyway, we about to get uh history made. It's gonna be a black woman on the Supreme Court. Also, uh Clarence Thomas has been in the hospital for an unknown infection for the last week or so. What? Most people think he has COVID, but that he's just not gonna say it because you know they're anti. Yeah. But if that if that uppity zip coon Clarence Thomas dies, it's going to be like the greatest day of my life. That shit going to be funny as fuck. <laughs> Unknown infection. Right. Nigga, it's a pandemic. We know what the fuck infection is. I'm try- I was really trying to think what could be an infection that I would be surprised that Clarence Thomas has in the middle of a pandemic. And the only thing I could think of was fucking COVID. <laughs> it's got to be. Right. And then they investigating his wife. Ooh, it's about to get good. Oh, yeah. That's fucking COVID, bruh. Yeah. A 77-year-old black man in the hospital for over a week with an unknown infection with flu-like symptoms. Oh, yeah. Come on. Hey. Flu-like symptoms. That's giving it all away right there. It's just like when Herman uh, Cain got it and they were calling it Coonvit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I made so many inappropriate Herman Cain jokes after he died. I low-key started feeling uh, bad, but then I was like, this shit is funny. No, nah, I don't feel bad. Like that episode where I, I kept making references to Weekend at Birdie's. <laughs> Oh, I'm insane. <laughs> um, 
Oh, you got to talk about uh your uh Instagram question. Oh, yeah. Um, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked Instagram if people could date someone who was living with an opposite sex roommate. Well, I'm currently in that situation. And it was mostly guys who responded. Three out of the four people who responded were guys. And two out of the three guys said no. One of them said that he has dated while living with an opposite sex roommate. And it was his current wife that he was dating. Um, But the person that he was living with was actually an ex-girlfriend. So that was very interesting. But um, two of the guys just flat out said no. (laughs) With no explanation, they just said no. And the girl also said no. And so I just asked that question because I've never been in a situation where I've dated someone who has an opposite sex roommate. And I was just wondering how, where people stood on that, because as I'm getting back into dating, I wonder if that's going to make things harder for me. Dating is already hard, yeah. but I just always feel like that's a, that's a security thing. Like if you are not, secure in yourself and trusting and secure in the person that you are dating I just feel like it's it that's why it couldn't work um I don't see anybody being being able to fully trust someone or say that they fully trust someone and fully be secure with themselves and not be able to handle something like that or trust that that person is being honest when they say that there's nothing going on. Um, it is harder for me because people assume that everybody's trying to get at me and there's no reason why a dude that I'm living with wouldn't also be one of those people. And it is just hard for me to defend myself in this day and age when everybody is on some fuck shit. Like that's, That's, again, what is making my journey harder is this generation of dating people. Because everybody has been on some wild, crazy, messy shit in their relationships and in their dating life. And I just feel like it's just going to be hard for me to believe. Are hard for niggas to believe that I'm living with a dude that I'm not fucking. Sad but true. And it sucks because I feel like I'm a very like genuinely honest person when it comes to those kind of things. And I'm also a very <clears throat> I'm a faithful person for one. And I just feel like I'm gonna be I hope I don't have to be, but I feel like I'm going to be in a position where I'm I'm going to have to defend myself for no reason. 
and that sucks. And I didn't like, I didn't even think that this would pose an issue. Like that's, that's how deep into me knowing what's going on and knowing who I am goes. And I guess you could call it naive, but I never thought when I moved in here that me living with this dude is going to have other dudes questioning me. I never, like, I ne- that never crossed my mind. Really? Never? Because I've lived, I've lived with dudes before. I lived with three dudes at one time before. Yeah, but... I don't know. <clears throat> like... I'm trying to think. It shouldn't matter. In a perfect world, of course, it shouldn't matter. But we live in such an imperfect world. It shit like that matters. As uh, but it just makes me wonder, like, is that something that I'm gonna have to come right out the bat and say, "Look, I have a guy roommate," or do I just wait until things become more serious? Like, because if I don't say anything in the beginning, does it look like I'm hiding it for a reason? I would, I would be upfront. It's just like I told you. I don't know if I'm gonna use the other part of it, but. I tell people that my best friend is a woman. Usually pretty early. But how do you pose it? Like, do you say, like, is it a, hey, so I'm just going to let you know, or? I always just think of some random way of talking about the fact that, uh, like, if I tell them that I have a podcast, and they ask me, be like, well, my best friend, me and her grew up together. Since we were kids and I've known her for a long, like, not not, uh, overemphasis on it, but let it be known your pronouns. (laughs) But, I mean, I don't tell everybody that right off, but, like, if it starts getting serious, I'll tell them. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want it to, I mean, I don't know. Some people get mad, like, most people haven't had an issue with it, but people would have an issue about it but if you start dating a nigga and he had a a roommate that was cute wouldn't you kind of be like look this is kind of weird especially because women especially don't trust us around other women I don't know because I talked to a guy in Auburn who lived with a girl but you got to take college out of it. Like college is a different. It's a different equation. I mean, but we were we were older, though. I was 25. How old was he? 26. So it wasn't like college, college. Like I was just there. <laughs> I feel you. But I'm saying like, I don't. I still feel like it was, it's different now I don't know like I just really I just I guess I just have not been scarred enough yet (laughs) knock on wood to hear somebody say that it's a platonic relationship and not believe them until I can see for myself that shit's a little weird yeah but also self-preservation is going to make it to where people be like I don't know if I can stick around in this situation to see if it gets weird or not. 
Yeah. Cause a nigga like me, I be invested <laughs> from jumps. <laughs> and then yeah. like, I'll be like, oh no, this is gonna end bad. I to see my downfall. Yeah. I don't know though. I would like to think I wouldn't care, but I probably do care. Like, I don't know. I've never talked to anybody in that situation. So I don't I don't know. I have yeah. talked to girls who have best friends that are guys that are straight and best friends that are guys who are not straight. That's a different situation. I don't know. Uh, Something to think about. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it sometimes being a good person, quote unquote, or um, a genuine person is blinding. Yeah. For um, me. Same for me. Like because I assume that. It's just like I've said the last couple of weeks, it is confusing to me that people lie. So like I I live in that world with you, where it's like no, nah, but I'm not doing this shit. But there's so many motherfuckers out here doing scandalous shit that makes it hard for honest people. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Beom, beom, beom.